I have really bad breath in the morning. Ew. Dirty scumball. Everything they stand for, it makes me sick, sick, sick. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. I gotta get this whole Leonardo DiCaprio thing off my chest. We haven't discussed this yet, but as the story is building about Leonardo DiCaprio, mm-hmm. I just thought that we should discuss it at this point. What did he do now? I love that you don't even know this. I, I don't know. I, You know what? I feel good that I don't know this. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't know this. Okay? My life is not yeah. consumed by what he does. Right, I know that, but you're in the world of pop culture and celebrity entertainment. And here's the thing. I have a really good friend who's always been, she knows everything about pop culture, music, celebrity entertainment. She used to work at a big record label. Then she left, and now she works for a sports team. I will bring something up to her and be like, oh, did you see what happened to blah, blah, blah? And she'll be like, who's that? What? You don't know who Zendaya is? What? You don't know who? It's amazing to me how she is just completely out of the loop. She's like, sports? she could talk about mm-hmm. but if i mention a celebrity that isn't like uber famous she has no idea what i'm saying uh you my friend are in this industry you should know that leonardo dicaprio just broke up with yet another woman as soon as she turned 25 right she blew out the candles and he said bye right yeah and of course uh, it was a big joke everyone posted memes you know if you go to know your meme that's the whole leonardo dicaprio thing so kind of interesting this is why so it's amazing all the think pieces and all the deep dives that like slate jezebel dig everyone's doing like a deep dive into leonardo dicaprio so much so that one place actually has a chart of leonardo dicaprio's age and his girlfriend's ages Mm -hmm. and what you see is you see his age from 24 to 44 even though he's 47 right now 24 to 44 And then you see the girls' ages up, down, up, down. So, for example, when he was 24, he was dating an Mm 18-year-old. I'm sorry, a 19-year-old. He was was dating Giselle Bundchen, who at the time was 19. Five-year difference. Okay. Okay. Not bad, not bad, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Then when he was 29, he started dating Mm Bar-Raffaele, who was 23. So now we got a seven-year age difference. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's still fine, uh, though. They're both in the 20s. That's good. Okay. Okay, okay. Then when he turned 35, he started dating 21-year-old Blake Lively. Mm-hmm. So now we're getting a bigger age difference She can here. drink. She can vote. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Erin um, Heatherton, another model, of course, started dating her and then literally like first of all he was 37 she was 22 the minute she turned 25 done and he was on to Tony Guerin then Kelly Robach then Nina Ogdahl who you know eventually ended up with Adam Levine and then I don't know who she's with now but like there was all this big thing big like back and forth stuff between Adam Levine and Leo DiCaprio and they were both like kind of shuffling Nina Ogdahl back and forth but the difference is when he was with Nina Ogdahl she was I think they started dating when she was 24 he was 42 mm-hmm. so now the age difference is getting bigger then he started dating his current girlfriend he just broke up with um, Camila Marone she she was 20 he was 43 she turned 25 he dumped her mm-hmm. 
So each one of the, so he keeps getting older, but the women stay the same, like age-wise. That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. You ever see those photos of Jamaica, the Bahamas, where everybody pulls the boat up to each other and there's like 17 boats and people just partying and jumping mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. boat to yeah, boat yeah. and all that. They're doing Cabo. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh-huh. And doing shots off the body and, and no shirts and just a big party. That's right. what I picture in my head when I think of his life. He's just on a boat partying constantly here comes the next 19 year old oh she's hot but you know what the one behind her just as hot the one behind her just yeah so right right and he's Leonardo DiCaprio and you just keep picturing him from Wolf of Wall Street and yeah Mm -hmm. I I, listen I get that and he loves that image Um, however here's what's interesting so our generation the Gen X generation and the millennial generation both grew up as with Leonardo DiCaprio as kind of like the sex symbol. Mm-hmm. You know, we've always looked at him as like a sex symbol. The problem is now that he's 47, he wants to date Gen Z girls. Mm-hmm. But Gen Z girls are not interested in Leonardo DiCaprio. Slate did a really interesting piece today where after Leonardo DiCaprio broke up with this girlfriend of his and everybody made fun of him for weeks and it was this big joke and whatever. They actually asked a bunch of like kind of hot 20 something like 18 to 20 something year olds what they thought of Leonardo DiCaprio. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. They asked this and they have pictures of the girls. Let me just tell you they're all women that like Leonardo DiCaprio would like kill to yeah, date because the they're all beautiful. Yeah, they're all stunning. The yeah, they sh- right. And they should be models, but they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> they asked this one girl, uh, Mimi Walters. 21, Orlando, Florida, what she thought of Leonardo DiCaprio. And she goes, is he the guy from The Matrix? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yes. Next. Right. No, that was, yeah, that's Mm. Keanu Reeves. Okay, then they asked Emma Smith, another just beautiful girl. She said, I've never seen Titanic. I don't really see him as super relevant, but the news about his dating habits like caught my eye and I went to look. He's gross. I fucked her goddamn brains out. Yeah, and he could be banging her tomorrow night. No, mm-mm. no, that's what I'm telling you. He's gross. This 19-year-old girl, she said, um, he's three years older than my dad. I made $49 million. I look at people like him, uh, like Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee, the drummer for Motley Crue, he's yeah. 50-some years old, married a 20-some-year-old. Every five seconds, they're on Instagram she's got him in the background and in Instagram she never puts that phone down the phone's in the hand she's taking selfies it's got to drive him nuts <laughs> <laughs> so I look at that and go that's what you get Tommy you know you wanted a hot chick a hot yeah. younger chick you have there's things you have to put up with you got to go to right. Coachella you, you right. gotta take selfies you gotta mm-hmm. be in every one of their TikToks yeah right. they, <laughs> they all have the selfie stick and they're walking yeah you gotta put up with that if that's the kind of girl you want play that game you know what's so funny about that? I remember when people would say stuff like when they saw like an older guy dating a younger girl, they'd be like, well, what do you guys have to talk about? Or, boy, you have such different taste in music. It's like, that's no big deal. 
the lifestyle now is so mm-hmm. different between a Gen X, Leonardo DiCaprio, who's 47, and a Gen Z, who's like 18 right now. 18 and 47 are really different. When we were younger, 18 and 47 was just like, it was like a difference in music and a difference in like cultural references. But lifestyle wise, like we all went to the movies and we all watched the same TV shows. It wasn't, it wasn't a big difference. But you're right. The Gen Z kids constantly, TikTok, their phones, mm-hmm. all of that. I have never seen Leonardo DiCaprio on a phone. In fact, if you go to his Instagram, the whole thing is only about climate change. There's nothing where he's, he's like... He's got a flip phone. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has no reason to like have... A total brick, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have the new iPhone. He doesn't need it. Because you know why? He's got a yacht. He doesn't need right. anything but a flip phone. But the the thought of me going to Coachella with a 20-year-old sickens me. So, right. But he lives that lifestyle. So good for him if he can do it. Hats off to you, buddy. But Well, I don't know I that could. he can. That's what that's what I'm saying. I think the Gen Z girls are not into him. I don't think he's the star in their world that he used to be. And think about it. If you're a hot model, if you're a 19-year-old model, and you can date anybody, why wouldn't you go after like Zac Efron or Jacob Elordi or somebody that is like younger and Zach way is even hotter? Getting too old. He's almost aging out of that. No, he's like 37. Yeah, that's that's he's old. I know, but compared to Leonardo DiCaprio, who's almost 50, no, Mm -hmm. it's a very big difference. That's what I'm saying. If you are a young model who wants to date a Hollywood star, you're going to go after the Hollywood stars in their 20s and 30s. Why would you go after? I mean, unless you're going to go for Brad Pitt, which I got to tell you, at 60, he's still fucking hot. Um, I think that's how old he is. I have no idea. That's the thing that's really weird about it. So what does Leonardo DiCaprio do? So he breaks up with his girlfriend Mm -hmm. because she turned 25 and aged out. And where does he go? He goes to New York. Why? It's fashion week. No. (laughs) Time to go shopping. And that's the crazy... (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Everybody else at fashion week, like all my friends who are there and like the couple shows that I went to, like I'm there to see the clothes. I'm there to see what everybody else is wearing in the audience. He's literally... He's looking at the models, not the clothes. Mm -hmm. As the models are walking down, he's like, "Mm, okay, number seven and Mm -hmm. number four. But I think what he's finding from what I've heard from all my New York sources is exactly what I'm saying, that... They don't know who he is. And if they do, he's not, he's a, he's an old man to them. So instead, he is, quote unquote, getting to know Gigi Hadid. And you know what that means. She's going to be on his boat in Jamaica doing body shots next week. Well, no, because that's what, here's the thing about her. First of all, she's 27. So she's already older than any girl he's ever been with. <laughs> She has She's a baby. She's a senior citizen. <laughs> She's a senior citizen. <laughs> She's also a mom. He's never dated a mom before. She has a baby with Zayn Malik. Mm-hmm. You know, from One Direction. So she's like, she was married. She has a baby. She's a mom at 27. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's she's the mogul. Like, I'm, I'm really surprised that she would date him. But 
I don't know. The rumor in New York is that they've been quote unquote getting to know each other. So at a lot of the Fashion Week stuff, she was she's there modeling, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been seen hanging out at a bunch of Fashion Week parties. I'm talking Giorgio Armani, Gianni Versace, Coco Chanel. I just I think it's going to hit him really hard. I think once he turns 50, he's he's going to realize that even though he's Leonardo DiCaprio, hmm. uh, a 20 year old model didn't want you. What are you out of your fucking mind? Hey, you know what time it is, right? We'll talk, man. It's the Cooper and Anthony show. We've talked about this before, but it's happening again. Miley Cyrus going to court. Oh, why this time? Facing a copyright infringement lawsuit over posting a photo of herself on Instagram. She's being sued by the photographer, Robert Barbara, who took the image, then sued her on Friday in a California federal court over Mm. using his photo of her. Right. He took the photo. She posted it because she liked the photo on her Instagram. He's suing her. So... Is that cool or not cool? Well, here's the problem. He's a paparazzi. That's what they're saying. So it's one thing if if he's a professional photographer and they take professional photographs of you, like, um, you know, this isn't this this guy. That's his thing. Hmm. Like, this isn't the first time he sued Dua Lipa for the second time. He sued her twice for this exact same thing. He's a paparazzi who goes around taking photos of celebrities and he tries to sell those photographs. Technically, they are his photograph, even though they are of her face. The, yeah. We have photos of you and I on Getty Images. Mm-hmm. So if I posted those photos on my website, they could sue me. That's right, because they it's belong me to and Getty. You. I know. They don't belong to us. But our face does. So then we should fight that they shouldn't be able to post our face on their site. Right. Th- this is going to get thrown out of court because this guy, this is what he's famous for. He doesn't make he doesn't make that much money as a paparazzi. Oh, he no. actually he has sued Ariana Grande. He sued Justin Bieber. Um, he sued, like I said, Dua Lipa twice, Ariana Grande twice. And every single time. It gets thrown out of court, but the cases get dismissed mm-hmm. because she is a famous person who's out there in the media. People are going to photograph her. She can post whatever she wants to. Technically, it's your photo, but you know what? That same day, because he's a paparazzi, 20 other people took her photo. Right. You know, that that's why it keeps getting thrown out of court, because she's out in public. If she, it's different if she actually did a photo shoot with him, if they had a contract, if she agreed to do a photo shoot, if she went to his studio or they had like a, you know, they were doing a photo shoot for Gucci or something, then she doesn't own the photos. But a paparazzi taking your photo on the street without your permission, if you find the photo and like it and you post it, tough shit. I'm telling you, that's that's what this guy does. He is known for suing celebrities. We had a copyright claim today against us because one of the bits that we did on our show here uh-huh. uh, is the top 500 songs of all time. One of my stupid um, things that one I brought. Stupid lists, yeah. Yeah, like, one of my yeah. stupid lists. So yeah. Sony said, you got to take that down or we're going to sue you. Because we use their music. We use their music. So I had to take it down. So I'm like, I'm not even playing this game. Take it down. Screw them. You right, know, right. but that song wouldn't have seen the light of day unless we played it. We gave them an extra play. 
Right. We might have, and we're all over the world. So somebody in India might might have said, "Hey, I like that song. I'm going to go buy that song." Mm-hmm. But if we didn't put it in there, they would have never heard it. Yeah, I mean, if if they took us to court, we could argue that. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but the thing is, here's the here's the bigger thing. What are they going to sue us for? We're not making any money. <laughs> <laughs> sue us for everything we have. You know, we're an LLC. The LLC is worth nothing. Yeah. So Squeeze that Go rock. for it. Yeah, sue us. <laughs> you know what? You should have left it up and let them sue us. We could have made international news. No, we two had people 72 that hours. don't make a dime. <laughs> we had 72 hours to either take it down or fight them. And I'm like, I'm not even going down that road so the problem is is they go to our podcast person and they can take us down oh that's the from bigger that. issue. Yeah, we, like spotify whatever we don't want to be taken down from spotify yeah right well yeah i mean you know, on the other hand kind of flattered we got their attention <laughs> thanks for the uh the no i'm not i don't even want to because i i know how record companies work and i don't want to i don't even want to go down that road and the funny thing is, I've got a, I've got a friend who is married to the guy at, oh my God, is it Sony? You know what? I think that's my friend's husband who sent you that letter. <laughs> I think that's what he does for a living. <laughs> yeah, that's his, that's his job to go after people who illegally use their music. But I thought we're allowed to use like ten seconds of it. I probably use longer. Who oh, knows? Okay. Yeah, yeah, and nobody knows the exact time that you can use. So I don't even deal with that crap anymore. So if you hear music now, like beneath what we're talking right now, I made this music. Right. So it's made by me. Right, right. So, or you should get like public domain music, like just no, happy I make birthday. my own. Just, just play happy birthday under everything <laughs> that we ever do. <laughs> just nonstop happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Anyway, Leonardo DiCaprio's dick. Happy birthday to you. Ring around the rose. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw this ass, really big fat ass. Oh, I have a new thing I'm following on, on Reddit, by the way. Remember I told you about my Reddit thing? Yeah. Um, I found a new thing on Reddit. Oh, I forgot what it's called. It's I think it's it's like white girls with big asses. It has a name. It's like PFW or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's um yeah, so it's it's big ass women. It's white women. Big ass white women. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Yeah, and they have these giant asses. You belong in a zoo. And they're kinda hot, some of these women. You smell like a monkey. <laughs> and now, without further ado, it's the Cooper and Anthony Show. She doesn't even go here. Saturday Night Live fired a bunch of people in the past couple of weeks. I don't know that Saturday Night Live is so relevant, but I think it's interesting. They keep trying to bring in new people to save the show. Mm-hmm. So they have four new people they're hoping will save their show, basically. And it's funny, we actually have a friend who writes for SNL. She is really funny. So we were sure when they announced that they were going to have new cast members, we thought Rosebud Baker would definitely be one of them. She's one of our neighbors. We know her through our friend Jeff. Like, we've known her for years. She's really funny. But I think that as a writer, they need good writers. And I think they're afraid that if they throw her on camera too soon, she's only been there like a year. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not like she's been there for many, many years. I think if they throw her on camera too soon and she doesn't resonate with the audience, 
they're going to lose a good writer. I wonder how they work that out because some writers go on camera and some don't. It's like Conan never was on camera. Right. He, he was behind yeah. the scenes, but you, you have people like Michael Shea, who's on camera and a writer. So I wonder how they make that determination. Well, they go by if you have improv background. So they used to go by if you had stand-up background, then they did improv for a while. Now they want somebody that could create characters. I think when you audition for SNL, when you sit there, Lorne Michaels is looking for not just someone who's funny, but somebody who could create a character and do something memorable and wacky. So of the four new people, which will play you some of their stand-up, are any of these people memorable is the question. So the first kid is named Marcelo Hernandez, and uh, he's one of the people that was announced as a new SNL cast member. Here he is on TikTok. Snapchat is the only communication platform where this is a message. He's making a silly face. That is a message on Snapchat. You go, Dumb face. someone has to respond to that now. But the cool thing about Snapchat is that it disappears, right? Snapchat is maybe like the first step in the communication journey. Like, I don't want to have your phone number. Let's just Snapchat so that if we never talk again, there's no records of us even <laughs> talking at all. If I was like, I've been Snapchatting this girl lately, you would be like, oh, so it's not serious. If I tell you I've been FaceTiming a girl lately, you go, when's the wedding? Yeah, okay, so that's one of his his TikToks. I sent you two, but that one, we got, we got a good sense of who he is. That's Marcelo Hernandez. Um, he's funny. He, um, he's funny. Um, yeah, he's funny. He's cute. No, won't stop. What's, what's happening now? Um, yeah, he's funny. He's cute. <laughs> I'm going to do what's, this different. What's happening now? It, 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 once you play something on TikTok, it doesn't stop. It just keeps going, and you, there's no way to stop it. You just have to shut the shit down, and that's what I did. You got to shoot your computer or throw it out the window. Right. So now I'm going to play it off my phone because I think I can stop it then. Okay. So the next new cast member is a comedian named Molly Carney. And I don't know if it matters, but Molly is a they, them. So I think that's interesting because I don't think they've had a they, them cast member yet. I think, I think Molly's the first. First two people I decided to come out to are my two brothers because they're my boys, y'all. <laughs> And I said, it was before Uber, so I said, hey, fellas, get in the van. Mom's driving us to the bar. I got something to tell you. And we blacked out. So um, the only thing I kind of remember saying to them was I grabbed their necks and I said, brothers, I like my bagels like I like my boobies. And that's two at a time in my hands. And then I squeezed their necks real tight. So I had to come out to them again properly the next morning. She's bold. Like, I like that her personality is big. She's not one of these comedians who's like, um, hey, guys. No, she's like, she's in your face. When I came out to my brothers, like, I like her whole vibe. It's very uh, Fortune Femster. You know, she has that very, like, in your face, bold. I'm about to tell you a great story. So she looks like somebody that maybe could handle characters who could be memorable. So possibly... Molly might be one of their one of their keepers. Uh, Michael Longfellow is the next, and I have to tell you, I sent you his video, and then I had to remember which one he was. He's not even memorable from the time I hit send on the email till right now while I'm talking to you. Pewie's crazy because you're just this kid that likes baseball and the color orange, and then you wake up one day and you're like, I'd fuck that couch. <laughs> it's weird. I'm gonna fuck that couch though. 
that's what I mean. He's a good writer, but he's handsome. And it's hard to find good-looking comics. I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of them aren't very good-looking. Um, and the last one is Devin Walker. And Devin has been featured in Vulture. There have been profiles written up on him. So he's been around for a minute. And apparently, like, people love him. Y'all, right around the time I learned how to read, uh, they put up a sign in my neighborhood that said, Caution, Deaf Child at Play. Uh, And I was scared of deaf kids for like five years. Because, like, now, like, as an adult, like, I can understand what they were trying to say was, like, hey, if you're driving through this area, like, be careful. Like, there's a kid who cannot hear you. Uh, But at the time, I took it as, like, a beware of dog type situation. Oh, no. And I thought that there was some sort of a silent predator roam in my neighborhood looking for recently literate black boys. Wasn't gonna be me. <laughs> He's got the personality, like you could see him playing characters and being funny, kind of like Chris Red, you know. Um, but he also has good stand up and he's a good writer. Remember, they all have to write as well. So I think it'll be interesting to see of these four who makes it. They have four, maybe five too many now. When you watch the opening for Saturday Night Live, it goes on for a good 45 minutes. Kate McKinnon! It, it, it keeps going on and on and on. They need less people, not more people. No, no, they, they, so four people left and four people got fired. So there's eight less people. Oh, so they're replacing eight with four. Right. So the the opening will only be 40 minutes, not 45 minutes. Exactly. It's not going to be an hour and a half. It's going to be like maybe 35 minutes. Am I the only one that watches that and goes, I don't even know who that is. You mean the comedians? Yeah. No. When they do the open for Saturday Night Live, you go, I've never seen that person before <laughs> when they named them. You know, it's like, well, well, they're on the show. Never seen them. There's a lot of people like that. But I think that's the problem. A lot of people are not memorable. Hmm. But then there's A.D. Bryant, who, in my opinion, is is the real star of the show. She and Kate McKinnon were the real stars of the show. But now they're both gone. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's a couple of people that have left that either some of them left on their own accord. Some of them were fired before their contracts were up, which, as you know, is a real fuck you. Mm-hmm. you know, we're not even going to wait for your contract to be up. We're letting you go. And the thing is, you and I, if somebody fires us, I guess maybe somebody in the industry might know about it, but it's not national news. When you get fired from SNL, everybody knows about it. So your next job... I mean, you're Ellen Cleghorn. Like, I'm sorry, you're not getting another job anytime soon. But somebody like you that grew up in the Saturday Night Live world because you watched it all the time, you've been to Saturday Night Live tapings. When is the last time you've actually watched it when it was on? I don't, that's the problem. When I watch SNL, I don't watch the skits anymore. I just wait for the musical guest because it's a musical guest I want to see. So that's the only time that I will tune in if they have a musical guest that's like somebody really cool or somebody, I think honestly the last time was when Lil Nas X Mm. was on. And I think I just, I watched his performances and then I didn't watch anything else that happened on that show. I do watch um, Weekend Update. So I watch the musical guest and Weekend Update because I think Colin Jost and Michael Che are fucking brilliant but other than that i mean they're out of ideas the show's dumb and the thing is they're bringing in a younger audience because they're trying to keep up with you know like young people things like you know tinder reddit whatever 
but they don't do bits about that stuff. They do stuff like, you know, people hanging out in a bar, or it's always the same thing over and over. You have to really like the character. I don't... Yeah, at some point, it, the show's going to be over. They're going to announce that SNL is no more. It's like it's like that bar or that place in your neighborhood that you grew up, it's always been there, and then COVID hit, and now it's gone. You're like, oh my God, I can't believe Freddy's is gone. Like, Fre- I grew up with Freddy's, but Freddy's Pizza, gone. Yeah, I always... What I would do is I would record it, it would just populate on my DVR. And then the next day, I would read about it. If there was anything good, I'd go back and watch it. Mm-hmm. So there would be in something in the news that this bit was great. Or on Reddit, somebody was talking about a bit they did. But I, I would not go back and just watch it. Okay, so you can watch those clips online. If someone says this clip is good, you could just hit play and watch it online. You still have a, a TiVo? I don't or anymore. Whatever. I mean, up until oh. six months ago, I did, but I don't what? anymore. Yeah, I mean, I had it. It was part of Dish Network and wow. a DVR thing, but I cut that off because there's only so many times you can watch uh, Sweet Home Alabama on TV. Right, right. I just, I don't know anybody that has a DVR anymore. And you know me, I was a cord cutter 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I I haven't had full cable in a really long, since they invented the Apple box, I haven't had cable. Mm-hmm. So, it, I mean, the downside, but you know, the downside is that there's shows that happen that are not available that I can't watch, but that's okay. There's plenty to watch. And this is, you know, this is the golden age of television is what they're calling it. TV is way better than movies these days. But my problem is now, I love having the Paramount app and uh you know Hulu and all yeah. that i love having that but it's like tonight i sat down i wanted to eat dinner and all i wanted to do was watch something on tv and the stupid thing just it it starts hulu then you close hulu down then netflix <laughs> comes on you stop netflix and hulu pops back up it's like, <laughs> this is not a perfect world even close to the way it should be that sounds like a you problem. I've never heard, heard that before. <laughs> it was freaking out. I kept going, stop, no, stop. <laughs> and I got to get up and unplug the stupid thing and then plug it back in and hope it resets. But it's just, it's not easy. It's There's nothing easy about it right now. I think okay. in five years it's going to be, right now it's not. <laughs> It's super easy. It's not. And you are one of the people out there that needs to, you should not have cut the cord. You should go back to having a DVR going I think about it. <laughs> but it's like a hundred bucks. And I don't want to spend a hundred bucks <laughs> to watch Men in Black again on TBS. Right. Yeah. And there's only so many times you can watch South Park on Comedy Central. Because that's all they play. Yeah, they play South Park and Seinfeld. That's it. <laughs> that's it. It. <laughs> that's how you know what time it is it's like i can't see a watch anywhere like my phone's my phone's charging whatever i can't see what time it is oh what what's what's coming central playing oh south park it's still morning <laughs> seinfeld it's after six they're not freaks they're people just like you and me you're right it's the cooper and anthony show you guys suck on jeopardy the category that everybody fails at is sports. Yeah, that's true. Anything sports, forget it. Nobody's going to get one question right. Occasionally you get like that woman who's really into sports because she just wanted to be one of those girls or she's from a town that's like a big sports town. But for the most part, they're all intellectuals. They don't know anything about sports. Yeah, mm-hmm, true. Yeah, so it's, it's a throwaway category. So I think 
you can even come up with these answers to some sports questions that were on Jeopardy. Oh, my God. And me. you know okay. nothing about sports. Nothing. I could spell the word sports. That's as far as it goes. You know, you know, bike racing, and that's all you know. That's it, yeah. And, and you say tennis, which I've never seen you play, but <laughs> you say you know tennis. <laughs> so yes. nobody got these questions right. I think you're going to get them right. Okay. In this sport, the bucket is 10 feet off the ground. The bucket? Is 10 feet off the ground. Do they call a basketball net a bucket? There you go. Basketball. Wow, look at me. Yeah. The NCAA trademarked this phrase for springtime basketball. March Madness? Very good. Wow, look at me. Holy crap. Well, who's, who's invading my body? <laughs> See, I saw these and I went, you know what? I think Cooper can actually get these. You didn't give me these answers. I want people to know that I'm literally coming at, coming up with these out of my own little brain, my own non-sports brain. Your non-sports brain. I didn't give you the the answers, and I'm not even giving you a choice of four. I'm just giving no. you the question. That's right. The logo, and you didn't say the form of a question, so you got those wrong anyway. So, Oh, you didn't tell me I have to answer like that. <laughs> it's Jeopardy. What do you expect? Oh, all right, fine. The logo of this sports drink is a capital G with a lightning bolt in it. Oh, what is Gatorade? We, but we drink Gatorade. That's not a sports question. That's a drinking question. Born on the 24th of July, this San Francisco Giants home run king was born on July 24th, 1964. Who is, I don't know, Babe Ruth? No. I don't know. No, Babe Ruth was born probably in the 20s. I have no idea. Barry Bonds. I didn't think you'd get that. This name won a 1966 contest in New Orleans for the city's new NFL team. Um, what is jazz? I'll give you four choices. Oh, all right. The po the po boys, the Panthers, the Jaguars, the Saints. Well, I know it's not the Panthers because that's your team. Right. That's the only one I thought you would say. Uh, the well, it can't be the po boys because that's stupid. So it's either the Jaguars or the Saints. <sighs> I'm going to go with the Saints. Very good. What is the Saints? That is the Saints. On July 9th, 2011, this shortstop became the first player to reach 3,000 career hits as a Yankee. Oh, my God. How am I supposed to know that? It's a Yankee. Know. The first player ever to reach 3,000 career hits. Uh, who is Derek Jeter? Very good. Oh, my God. That was just a guess. The only Yankee I knew. <laughs> I figured you would get that. These questions hurt my brain. Can we be done with sports now? <laughs> I'm giving you the easy ones. The first event annually in the horse racing triple crown. Uh, what is the... I think it's the Preakness. It is the Kentucky no. Derby. Kentucky Derby's before the Preakness? Yep. What? Okay, Kentucky Derby, Preakness, then Belmont Stakes. Despite his nickname, this left fielder in 1919, who played for Chicago Black Sox, didn't usually play barefoot. Is this who is Babe Ruth? Shoeless Joe Jackson. Oh, Shoeless. Oh, right. From the movie. If you build it, they will come. 
<laughs> you know it from a movie. You don't know it from real life. You know no, it from a fake movie. I thought movie. it was a fake character. I didn't realize it was a real person. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The University of Miami named its sports team after them. Who are the Dolphins? The Hurricanes. University oh. of of Miami. That would be. Oh, well, I was thinking like, what's there? Dolphins are there. Fish. The turtles. Yes, it's the Miami Turtles. <laughs> the Miami. What is what is the Miami Sound Machine? <laughs> That would be correct. Uh, this Texas NFL team won three Super Bowls in the 1990s. Oh, I don't know. I, my brain already hurts. This Texas NFL team. I don't know. Uh, uh, Longhorns. You want to be their cheerleader. Oh, oh, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> oh, the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Yes. Well, I know the cheerleaders. I don't know the actual football. Yes, there's an actual football team. All right. Well, nobody told me. (laughs) (laughs) That goes with that name. Okay. Uh, The Jaguars. What city are they in? Utah. Yes. Jacksonville, Utah would be correct. Really? No. It's it's Florida. Florida. Yeah. Okay. All right. Last but not least, baseball players know the infield is shaped like this gem. A diamond. What is a diamond? What is a diamond? Very okay, good. Fine. That, that really hurt my brain. I have to go lay down. A journey back in time. The Cooper and Anthony Show. Oh, that takes me back. Now, Erica, what's something you did as a kid that totally disgusts you now? Um, well, when I was little, um, I went into the bathroom. My sister was being potty trained. Mm-hmm. She had her own little potty. And according to my mom, she was in, on, in her room playing on the keyboard. And she looked at my sister and said... Emily, what's that smell? And she goes, did you poop your pants? And Emily goes, no, Mommy. I'm pointing to the bathroom. And my mom walked in there, and I was in the bathroom covered in poop, eating it. No, 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 no. no. no, no. So having a good old time. She said I was belly laughing. You're kidding. Nope. I, uh, oh, I can't I, do this. probably the most disgusting thing I've ever done is eat my sister's poop. Wow. Beat that oh one. Okay. Yeah, beat that. I wish we were giving away you, a, you, a prize Erica. or something. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's it doesn't get gross. Gro- doesn't get any grosser than that. Oh, that's the grossest wow. one. That makes yeah, your, your fluffer or whatever. No, the raw I meat. I thought the fluffer nutter was gross. I thought the yeah. raw ground beef was bad. Oh, no, that's worse. No, that's good a, good that's on you, Erica. Party. That's good. You totally grossed Anthony out. That's hard to wow. do because he's pretty disgusting. Now, Michael, what did you do as a kid that totally disgusts you now? Well, since I've gotten older, and this is really going to freak out the germaphobes, candy necklaces. Oh, yeah. Oh, they were disgusting, we'd, full of germs, and we'd sit there and eat them all day. Yeah, we'd put them around our neck, and we'd go play out in the yard and get sweaty and get in the mud and get in everything else, and then just pop it in our mouth. Right? Oh, yeah, that was gross. That was gross. Boy, we were stupid as kids. I know, right? <laughs> but that's kids for you. They don't think about that kind of stuff. Mud, oh, who cares? Just it's, it's adding a little protein to the candy necklace. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, he just reminded me. Remember the fun dip? A sugar stick and a pack oh, of sugar? See, and my kids still now eat that. They, it, and what <laughs> it is, it's, it's solid sugar mm-hmm. shaped as a stick. 
Right. And you dip it. You lick into, it. You lick it, and then you put it into more sugar. <laughs> right, right. And then you, you stick it in your mouth. And right. then you take a pixie stick, and you open that, and you put that in your mouth, too. <laughs> and, and it's like three different types of sugar all in the kids at one time. Oh, then, it's so gross. Then chase it with Pop Rocks. Right. <laughs> right. And then, then, then my kids go, you want a bite? No. Because no. I just feel my teeth going. <laughs> right. <laughs> just feel them rotting in your head. <laughs> right. After all those hours at the gym, Anthony. Yeah, I know. Now, Mary, what's something you did as a kid that really grosses you out now? Uh, I used to go into the kitchen and sneak into the refrigerator and drink the condensed milk that I bake with. Oh, yuck. But as a kid, that's delicious. Oh, it was great. And then I have a son right now, and when he was um, probably two and three years old, he liked to eat on uh, baby wipes and just suck <laughs> on them all the time. <laughs> And it's like, oh, my God, it's pure alcohol. <laughs> and, and when he gets older, he'll call into a radio sh- a show and say, I used to eat baby wipes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. See, that, you know, see, there's stuff that we did as kids that it made perfect sense at four years old. Mm-hmm. But then now, Selena, you can relate to the when I used to eat the raw beef, right? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> because what did you do as a kid? Well, um, I would eat raw bacon. Oh, oh, no. Oh, my mom would be cooking it, and um, she'd tell me to get it out of the refrigerator. I would get it out of the refrigerator and bring it over to her, and when she'd turn her back, I'd stick it in my mouth. And start chomping on it, right, before it was even cooked. Yes, I could eat two or three slices at a time. (laughs) It was so good. (laughs) What was wrong with us? What was wrong with us? Why did we do that? It's probably healthier, though, before all the grease got into it, right? When it's oh, cooking. probably so, if you don't I... count for the other gross stuff. Oh. <laughs> I don't think uncooked meat is good for you, but yet we used to do that. We were oh. crazy. Yeah, uncooked pork products, especially. <laughs> probably not the best. <laughs> Trichinosis. Right. Yeah. Don't try this at home, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Selena. <laughs> That's hysterical. Now, Annie, what's something that as a kid, your parents fed you, and now you're just like, ew? gross well all of these have to be the most terrible things i've heard in my whole entire life yeah it's pretty gross i was a child i grew up on a farm and on butchering day we always had cow tongue sandwiches well let me tell you something my grandfather used to eat tongue sandwiches and i didn't know that tongue meant an actual tongue (laughs) i had no idea i thought there was just i thought it was like a name for it like just some you know some cute little name for something like you know potpourri is you know flour dried flower oh, stuff. It was actual tongue. An animal that doesn't brush its teeth or anything and then just putting that between a slap of uh, putting a slap of that between two slices of bread with some mayonnaise and it just totally grows. Gross. What did it taste like? I really don't remember. Um, it must have been good though because we just thought it was the bomb. Right. <laughs> Cow tongue sandwiches. Absolutely. And again, you know, at the time, very reasonable. Absolutely. <laughs> See, Chad, that's not mixing. Well, though. even today, like uh, when my my in laws they have cattle, they brand the cattle, and uh-huh. one of the things they do is they do the little snip snip uh-huh, of right. the tongue. No, of the boys. The boys, yeah. And they they'll take the the boys and right over the branding fire, cook them up and eat them. No, no way. Yeah. Yep. That's have you gross, ever had a tongue Chad? sandwich? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not mixing though. No, it's, it's just gross. It's just gross. Yeah. yeah. Now, Jenny, what's something that you did as a kid that just really grosses you out now? We used to eat tar off the street. 
We would take the hot tar, but it would kind of melt, and we would chew on it, and then pretend to smoke cigarette butts that we'd find on the street. Come on, Anthony, I'm from Chicago. You must have done the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Tar on the street. <laughs> That's hysterical. But that is hysterical. talking about the cow thing. My mother used to eat cow brains and scrambled eggs. Oh. oh, man. Oxtail soup, cow stomach. Oh, yeah. Oh, where'd you grow up? Chicago. Oh, well, uh, there yeah. you go. Anthony. Yeah, Anthony, Good you must eat like that. But when you when you when you think back now, your parents and grandparents made you eat liver. Did you ever have that? Where they I made you peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on Liver Day. Oh, oh that's good. Oh, phew. Castor was it castor oil or cod liver oil? I don't know. It was cod liver oil. It, it was so gross. It was like some sort of medicine that they thought right. was good for you, and it turned the spoon. It like stained the spoon. It was so strong. Well, Jenny's diet consisted of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and tar. And tar. (laughs) And tar. tar. (laughs) I have a great set of jaws right now. I'll bet you do. (laughs) Your teeth must be in great shape. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jenny. That's hysterical. Now, Ken, what's something that you did as a kid that totally grosses you out now? You're not even going to believe it. What? You, you You think you can surprise me at this point? Chocolate. Wait, chocolate grosses you out? You think chocolate is I gross? I can't even stand to smell it. You're kidding. Yeah, when I was little, I could show it in with both hands. That's Did because that's because he can't kill it first and then eat it. <laughs> that's right. I ain't got nothing to do with it. No, I mean, seriously, I don't, and I don't, even as big as I am, I eat no sweets whatsoever. Wait, were you tortured by a Hershey bar? Who's, who doesn't eat chocolate? No, uh, I got to thinking about it a while back. Something bad happened yeah. to you on Halloween? That's what happened. No, it wasn't Halloween. It was Easter. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I got a great old big chocolate bunny, and I sit down and eat every bit of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a solid a, bunny, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it traumatized you for life. Bit, no, I got every bit of the sick that went with it. <laughs> oh, God. And that, that, yep. that rabbit. <laughs> that, too. That, too. But I peeped. Do I don't remember seeing, I thought my toenails coming up one time. Oh, God, and <laughs> I do not, I don't even like to be in the same room with chocolate now. That's Matter interesting. Fact, when, the little, when, the, when the little girl was, just, I mean, three or four years old, she was eating M&M's one day, and I thought I'd get the bright idea to try to You're eat. kidding. We found Ken well, Kryptonite. I know, Ken she Kryptonite is chocolate. Who knew? Well, she handed me one, and I looked at it, and I started putting it in my mouth, and just as I got it to my mouth, she looked at me like I said, she wasn't four, maybe five years old. She said, you're not going to like that. <laughs> and she wasn't lying. Oh, wow. no. <laughs> wow. So Ken, ha- just Chad's kryptonite is ketchup, and Ken's kryptonite is chocolate. Yeah. And when beneath my wings. Right. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Chad doesn't like that either. Yeah. Wish we should definitely, you got to cue that up. <laughs> it's been a while since we heard that little ditty. Yeah. I want to go home early tonight, so go ahead and play that. <laughs> <laughs> now, Cindy... Yeah. Now, you know what we're talking about here, right? There's there's stuff that you did as a kid that now is just gross. Right. Like what? I picked my nose and ate my boogers. <laughs> <laughs> and I was the last child, and so they used to make fun of me, and so I would try to hide it, and I actually thought it was good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anthony just fell over. I'm, not, I'm so over this conversation. <laughs> I've had it with the tar, with the poop, with the boogers. I've had it. I'm done. Kids are gross. Yeah, kids You've are gross. You've got two of them. You should know. Yeah. Cow 
the tongue, tongue sandwiches. <laughs> I'm done. Come on, we all come on. Everyone picked their nose as kids. We don't like surprised, Anthony. Oh, come on. All of a sudden, you're so Puritan, <laughs> and you have two young children. Cindy, do you still do it? No. Oh, okay. Of course this, not. I, I had to make sure. I don't know. No, of course she doesn't still do it. Do okay. you? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Did you ever think about it, Cindy? No, I used to fish, you know. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Thank you, Cindy. Oh. <laughs> now, Sue, when you were a kid, what did you used to eat that now totally grosses you out? Spam. Oh, spam. Your parents fed you spam when you were a kid? Oh, we had so many different ways of cooking spam. Sometimes you would score it with, like, like you would do a ham mm-hmm. and put cloves on it and then like a mustardy sauce on it. <laughs> right. Well, oh. you would grind it all up and mix it with a pound of cheese, a can of tomato soup, and the squished up spam and serve it on hot dog buns. And we would have that. She'd bring that for Sunday for church. Oh, wow. Oh, boy, I bet you they love that at church. <laughs> Well, they didn't know what it was. Everyone goes, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Until they heard what it was. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, you know, to this day, and you know, you were talking about the cow tongue sandwiches. I bet that's what yeah. it tastes like is Spam. No, it does. You know, I just had a cow tongue sandwich on Saturday. And what does it taste like? It tastes like a tongue. It does? <laughs> I, I'm not quite sure what a tongue tastes like. <laughs> it, has, it, has a, it has a very good flavor. But you taste the texture more than you do the meat. Oh, interesting. So it's like when you chew on your tongue, like you just bite on it, that's what it tastes like. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> so but I picture it to taste like bologna. No, it's, um, it kind of has a very similar flavor. Mm-hmm. But it's good. So people eat it. See, I'm going to bring it in. I want you guys to try it. And tell it me ain't going to happen. Why? No. You eat everything. I've seen some of the stuff you eat. Sarah, please make it <laughs> okay. something pretty. Yes, Sarah, please help us out <laughs> make here. Make it flowers or something. Uh, no, actually. Um, when I was little, I used to get in the fridge and eat the raw butter <laughs> and raw eggs. And you did? See, and that's the kind of thing. I ate the raw meat. You ate the raw butter. Like you know, And our parents never stopped us. Well, actually, they didn't know about it. I used to get punished for it. Oh, really? Yeah, well, we lived in Michigan, and up there, like, dairy stuff is, like, way pricey. Uh-huh. And, uh... It's like gold. I also, when I was young, I used to hide between the kitchen table and wait till my mom and my dad left for work or something. And I would get up on the table, and I would drink their cold coffee. Oh, really? <laughs> I started young, man. <laughs> and, uh, also, I used to eat mud pies. Oh, you did? You yeah. were one of those kids? Uh. <laughs> you were mud pie kids. See, I, I hung out with kids that ate mud pies. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. <laughs> now, now, April. Yes? Now, mud pies, you know, that's kind of... Kids <laughs> ate that. And, and then, you know, our friend called earlier and said that she ate the tar off the street. That's kind of a little gross. Uh-huh. But what did you eat as a kid that just completely grosses you out now? I used to go with my very best girlfriend. We were in fourth grade, and we could never eat gum because we had braces. Uh So when we would go outside and play and walk on the street, we would see chewed-up gum stuck to the ground, and if it was fresh enough, we would pick it up and eat it. (laughs) And it was a great day in our lives if we got watermelon hubba-bubba. That was like it. 
It was so disgusting. It was so disgusting. And she's still my best friend to this day, and we still talk about how we used to do that. And how <laughs> we, we have children now, and if our child picks up like a goldfish on the ground, I'm like, throw it away. Throw right. It. <laughs> Yeah, now, yeah, April, yeah. what was it? Because that's just, you know, the way we used to eat stuff that fell on the floor, no matter what. What what was it? Why do kids do that? I have no idea. I think my, I have three kids, so I think mine are afraid the other one's going to get it. Okay. <laughs> they get an extra piece of M&M or something. So they're like right there to eat it. Exactly. So I don't well, know. Another thing I used to do was I used to eat worms. You ate worms? I used to eat worms. I used to hang out with all boys. I was a little tomboy, all boys in my neighborhood, and they would dare me to do it. And I'd say, okay. And I'd wow. get up and I'd eat the worms. Oh. That's hardcore. I can't even hold a worm now. That, they're a lot better for you than raw bacon. <laughs> that's true. I, that's true. That's true. <laughs> anyway, it's pretty disgusting. Well, that's hardcore, wow, April. Yeah. Well, eating worms. As, as kids, we have no concept of germs. <laughs> no, I guess not. That's okay. what it must be. Okay, gum off the ground. Or a worm. Hmm. Gum off the ground. Worm. Worm. Well, you're boys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going for. You're I'm going, going for the gum. I'm going for the watermelon hubba bubba. But you don't know where the watermelon hubba bubba been. Right. Well, you don't know where the worm's been. I bet a lot cleaner places than some watermelon hubba bubba places. <laughs> no, but I know what gum tastes like, and I know what to do with gum. I wouldn't even know what to do with a worm in my mouth. It would be gross. <sighs> Not that the gum off the street yeah, is gross. It's just like a French fry. It's nothing like a French fry. It and is you, a Chad, you wouldn't. That's. I mean, it's, it's gotta not be mixing. That, that's gotta be against Chattacharianism as as somehow. As long as you don't dip the worm in ketchup, it's not mixing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so raw worm, kind of like sushi. Yes. Right. Um, now, Caleb, how are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Now, what did you do as a kid that just really grosses you out now? Well, I. I pull up the couch cushions there on the sofa uh-huh. and I'd gather up all the hair that was under there and then chew on it. <laughs> chew on it? Wow. What? That's so I, random. I have no idea why I did that. <laughs> wow. And did your parents know that you did this? Uh, my mom would catch me sometimes and she, she, the way she got me to stop was she told me that they'd have to open me up and pull a hairball. Oh no! <laughs> like the cat. Yeah, because I well, I couldn't do what the cat did to get rid of it. <laughs> that one's hysterical. Hair and couch couch cushions. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's a new one. See, that's thank you, Caleb. Well, most kids ate cookies after school. <laughs> Not Caleb. <laughs> no. He wants a nice hairball snack. Because you never know if cookies going to be available. There's always hairballs available. Oh, wow. So what did you do as a kid that totally disgusts you now? Eight seven seven six Cooper. Hey Janet. Hi. Um, I've seen my kids do it lately, and I remember it as a kid, but our dog used to jump on top of us and get us laughing, and we'd let it lick the inside of our mouth. Oh, yeah! Up our our nostrils. and (laughs) and, uh, I see my kids do it after the the dogs are out licking themselves and eating dead animals. And uh, it just, oh, it just makes me cringe. It's so gross! Oh, it's so gross. And then they, they pick the ticks off our dogs, and they... Smash them with hammers. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, but you're right, because I had dogs growing up, too, and they would, yeah, they would lick the inside of our mouths. We thought nothing of it. We never no. thought, where was the tongue previously? No, the more you'd let them lick it, the more you'd laugh, the more they'd get way in there and lick everything <laughs> in your mouth. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's so gross now. Yeah. Thank you, Janet. Thank you.
Yeah, and that's the whole idea that, you know, as a kid, very reasonable. Now, no disgusting. problem. Disgusting. Disgusting. Andrea, what is so gross to you now that you did as a kid? This may not be gross to you, but hot dogs. Just in general, like even cooked. Oh, yeah. Because now we know it's in them. Yeah, and people that say, oh, I eat beef hot dogs. It's the same thing as a, a pig hot dog. It's any part of a cow or right. a pig, any part of a pig. So which one's worse? And, you know, I never thought about that because I did eat hot. I mean, I'm a vegetarian now, but I did eat hot dogs as a kid. And uh, yuck. No, I'd rather a dog with the inside of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of all the things that we've heard tonight, I think I'd rather the, the dog more than anything else. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Other yeah, than a hot dog? Andrea agrees. Yeah. They say a dog's not very dirty. Yeah, but <laughs> a hot dog's not dirty. It, you know what's inside a hot dog? I, it, good things that I like. No. Yes. Rat tails. I, I like rat tails. Though. You do. Yes. Chad will agree with me as soon as he gets off the phone. <laughs> rat tails are good for you. Oh, they are. Yes. Protein. It, exactly. Lots of it. We love the hot dog. <laughs> now, Becky, what did your sister do as a kid that just absolutely, absolutely grosses you out now when you think about it? She used to pull her feet up and chew the toenails off of her toes and eat them. Oh, no! Oh, oh gross! Yeah. <laughs> That's so disgusting! And why, why is it, though, yeah. that, that toenail chewing is so much grosser than fingernail chewing? Because it's on the feet. Yeah. It's on the feet. You have socks and shoes. It gets sweaty and gross. Right. Your, your hands are touching gross things too, though. No, but you have the the. But you can wash your hands. You don't tend to wash yeah. your feet as many mm. times as over the course of the day. I never had that problem. I can't even see my feet, let alone chew the toenails <laughs> that's off. That's true. Them. Yeah, that's a very good point over there. <laughs> but there's all that toe gunk, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. The smell that goes yeah, with it. You know, it's just, and yeah. you, you go outside and you play without shoes on. It didn't matter. Oh, right. Yeah. Brought yeah. him. Brought him right in. Right in her mouth. All right, that's Becky. Right. Becky, gum off the street, hubba bubba, watermelon, hubba bubba, or a worm? Um, I'd have to go with the worm, probably. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. How come? Why the worm? Well, typically it's like been in water and it's something you could just put down and be gone and not really like chew on. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You could slop it right down like a That's goldfish. Right. Yeah, you, yeah. You're not going to have a whole lot of taste with it, hopefully. I'm going for the ABC gum. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's what we used to call it. Want some ABC yes. gum? Yeah, already yeah, been chewed. Yeah, from person to person. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's gross. Thank you, Becky. <laughs> Anthony and I are both queasy now. You are. Well, I'm just, you know, for, for those of you that want to lose weight, this is a very, really, this is, you know, that's the whole modus operandi here. I'm actually, everybody who's on a diet should be listening to this show. Podcast because you will, this. You will not want to eat. And listen to it all day tomorrow right? at lunch and dinner time. <laughs> yeah, this is, you'll, it's really, you'll, you'll never eat again. No. It's a dietary tactic that we're doing yes. here. Now, Anne, what did you do as a kid that just is really disgusting to you now? We used to, my sister and I used to go out at night and uh-huh. we would catch fireflies and then we'd pinch off their tail, the little part that lit. And put put them on our fingernails to make really cute fingernail decorations. Oh, it's gross now when you think about it. It'd be animal cruelty now. Yeah, I guess now it would be right. Back then it was cute. And now PETA would come and spray paint you. That's right. <laughs> I'd probably spray paint myself. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. You know what? I know kids that used to do stuff like that, and you never think about that. That that now, yuck. Yeah, or we'd tie, like, two cat's tails together and throw them over a clothesline and watch them fight. No, oh. you did not. 
is cruel. Wow. <laughs> but you are a tough kid. We lived in the country. What can I say? Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, time. <laughs> Thank you, Ann. Thank you. <laughs> must you. Must you with the sound yes. effects and the cat. And as a public service, uh, we, we've done our quota of poo calls, so there's no more need for poo calls. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the last yeah. three calls have been poo calls. I, yeah. think, you know. I think after the first one, yeah. we fulfilled our quota. Yes. For the year. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, for the year. Right. Uh, the number, by the way, is 877-6-COOPER. 877-6-COOPER. Just no, just no poo calls. Right. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Cooper. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Now, what did you do as a kid that's just really gross now? Well, I, it wasn't me who did this, but when I was in sixth grade, we had a friend of ours that uh, we bet him that he wouldn't need to fly. Well, he walked around and he ate dead flies off the windowsills. Oh, <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> well, that's, you're right. that's a good one because that is something that as a kid they did. And now that's disgusting. Well, we, we had a bag on. We had to give him five dollars. I think he ate like ten flies or something like that off the windowsill. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so how, how much per fly? I don't know. Just all together we I think it's five bucks you got out of it. But. Oh, God. I hope it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's the five bucks you didn't have before then, though. Yeah, that's true. I guess yeah. so. All I had to do was eat flies. Exactly. How hard is Some that? Some people got to work a whole hour for that. That's right. Frogs do it all the time. Exactly. What, are you better than a frog? No. Well, there you go. <laughs> now, Russell, what's something that you did as a kid that just now when you think about it, you're just like, yuck? Okay, I, we used to eat that, uh, that sour grass that grows out in the yard. You so did? That, uh, and I look at that now, like people walking all over the grass. When we was a kid, that was like a little delicacy in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> well, you actually used to eat the grass, like suck on it, or you actually ate it, like chewed it up? I ate the grass. It's kind of, I don't know what it's, what, what they call it, but it's kind of like grass. It's got like a, something that looks like a little banana growing up out of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that. Yeah, like sawgrass or something. And it's kind of like sour grass or something. And it wasn't just me. It was just like all the little kids in our neighborhood used to go around eating that grass. And you know what's so funny about it is that people pay a lot of money for that wheatgrass juice. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very expensive. Like, if you wanted to get that made into juice now, it's a fortune. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. You were way ahead of your time, Russell. Uh, all right, Russell. Yeah. Hubba Bubba, watermelon, bubble gum on the street or a worm? Um, a worm. I knew he was going to pick. He eats grass. Of course he's picking the worm. Please, that's an easy one. I knew Russell was going for the worm. Okay, I just had to know. What's so easy? Okay, now get your finger on the button. I know you're ready for the Sharon things. You ready, Anthony? No, just, uh, okay. I'm done. Because, you know, Sharon, whenever whenever yeah. anyone named Sharon calls, Anthony I'm loves here. Yeah, he, he Anthony loves to play. Sharon, Ozzy. Sharon Osbourne. Sharon! Yeah. Right. He can't get enough of it. So I'm just warning you ahead of time. It's going to be obnoxious for the next couple of minutes. That's all right. <laughs> now, what's something What now? What's something that, that your sister did as a kid that just now you think about and it's just gross? Well, it's really funny because she now has a child and she's a doctor. And, and she's like, we had family reunions or whatever. And she was just real little. But she'd walk around and, like, drink the beer out of the bottom of the glasses and then eat cigarette butts. Oh, <laughs> gross! <laughs> oh, wow. That one's disgusting. Oh, wow. <laughs> she'd eat the fil- And I'd eat the worm, definitely. Oh, you'd eat the worm over the hubba-bubba on the floor? Pardon? You'd eat the worm over the hubba-bubba, the chewed gum? Yeah, it can't be any worse than a tequila worm. I guess that's true. I didn't think of it like that. <laughs> I haven't done those in many years. But <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Thank you, Sharon. Shut up. Oh, there you go. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I, knew, 
<laughs> now you're happy. Now you're happy. Someone, <laughs> someone named Sharon calling. You can keep <laughs> playing that. There okay. Well, um, Chad Bauer. He's got. He's the man in the corner. He's got your DVDs coming out today. We're gonna take a break. Come back and do that.